I'll come back. 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 I'll make sure it's all live before I start. Wait, you're taking what? What did you say? No, because I heard something else. What did you say? I heard enemas. <laughs> no. No, enemas, I heard Jesus. edibles. Are you? You're pulling an enigma I, pencil. I, no, I, I, also, I, I told I, you. I, I'm I was told you I was untangling my headphones. I only had one in. Wasn't well, sure oh. if I heard edibles or emblems. So I was like, there's this, no way that was what I actually this, heard. I was like, no, this no, no, really, no. This really fires my emblems. Oh, my God. I, I knew it couldn't have been what I heard. I was like, no, no, no. Nah, nah, nah. This is not happening. I'm seeing an advertisement for McDonald's. So it looks like we're in good shape. I see oh, some people how, in the chat how, already. How convenient. We are now by McDonald's. Get your Big Mac now. McDonald's, yes. Mc, McDick's. All right, I think we're in good shape. I'm gonna count us in if everyone feels good for that. Do it. I'm ready. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower each and every week. Our bartenders for this evening are Enigmatic Otaku. Standing here, I realize. Flammenwerfer? Realize what? Milk. I don't know what we're realizing, but we're realizing it. A ravage. We speak in incomplete. And I'm a non-pencil. For those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, we're a user-submitted podcast. You give us your questions, and we will bring a guest on. And you guys have even chosen the guest this time. And we'll make them miserable for two hours with your questions. You can ask questions in the thread on in the Barcast um, group on FinFiction, or you can ask them in the chat. I will be glancing at the chat when I can. Please do not ask any of the questions that are inappropriate. I know which ones I'm talking about. You can ask weird questions. That's fine. Don't ask any of the ones that are going to make me ban you. You guys know better at this point. You can do it. Um, our guest today is somebody who's been around the fandom for quite a while, somebody who's a big name. You might know of her. It's Bold Aaron. Hi! <laughs> and we're really happy to have you here today. Thank you. Yeah, hanging in there? You feeling good? You're, you're ready to, for us to unleash some questions upon you? Yeah. Well, Embarrass well, me to hell and back. Let's do it. <laughs> you better oh. believe it. And the reason I say that is because we have a drinking word today. Milk, what's our drinking word today? <laughs> believe it. It's actually just believe, but we had to go with an Naruto route. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to slightly modify it for the memes. That's fine. Uh, anytime you hear that, please take a healthy drink. Do not take this as shots. Do not over drink. Please do not end the hospital again. We love you guys. Take care of yourselves, okay? Without further ado, have we missed anything, gentlemen? Usually Priest does this and he's out being musical. I think you've got everything. No, I think you're good. Fuck yeah! Also, this is rated our cast. If you didn't know, now you know. We are about to move on. Here we go. First questions. Gonna take it easy on you to start with, fools. Ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. 
who are you and what do you do in the fandom? I am Foles Aaron. I've been in the fandom since, well, <laughs> technically I've been in the fandom since 2013. However, and, and I, I regret saying this at this point, but <laughs> I actually was convinced to join by my very best friend. Um, I had told her repeatedly that I was not interested in ponies and there was absolutely nothing she could do to convince me. But she had gotten me into Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and she's like, okay. You just need to watch this. It has, you just have to watch the prologue. And I'm, I'm like, all right. I look at it. I said, this has ponies. And she's like, look, just watch the prologue. 18 hours later, I was completely addicted to My Little Pony. And I got my first story, Starving, out, I believe, in January of 2013 or January, uh, or January 2014. And it actually featured for days. I remember those days when they could be um, up yeah. there the time. Yeah. Times have changed. Oh, yeah, it really has. Um, but I've been writing since then. I've also been, I hope, a friend to anyone that's wanted a friend. I, I always am surprised when I have someone that contacts me and says, oh, hey, I absolutely love your writing. I'm like, huh? What? Me? <laughs> uh, but I've actually made some fantastic friends from those um, conversations. Unfortunately, I did lose one of them. Um, they died of sudden uh, death syndrome, just fell asleep. And I did a um, story in honor of that person. Uh, it's called, oh my goodness. It's always nice that I can actually go back and look at my own stuff. <laughs> Otherwise I'd be really in trouble. Um, it is called, No worries if you want to come back to that. We have plenty of No, I, I, I actually have it right here. It's just getting back to it. Unfortunately, it was in 2016 that he passed. Uh, it was called Not For Oneself. And, uh, yeah, it, it was a hard time, but um, I got through it. And... Uh, other than that, I mean, I've, I've had, like I said, a lot of really good friends that I've made. I, I, I hope I've made people happy. Um, that's, that's what I primarily love to do. I love to make people happy. I, and I think I, someone answers the next question, too, which is, um, what keeps you coming back to the fandom? So I'm guessing love, that's what it is. Uh, I love to make people happy. I, when I find out that people have read my work and it makes them happy, um, in particular, uh, a story that we're going to talk about later, but just to uh, mention it, I got so many um, messages that I'm not going to really go into, but from different people when I wrote um, Dear Princess Celestia. 
thanking me for having a suicidal story that didn't end horribly, that showed that even in the most desperate of situations, there is help. And I, I'd like to take this moment to say, please, if you are depressed, if you are in a bad situation, there is help for you. There's a suicide helpline. There's also counselors that you can call, even just calling a friend. I think so. um, we can all kind of support that message. Absolutely. Um, I know that the fandom has kind of changed in recent years now that the show is over. We're moving on to a new show. Where do you see the fandom itself going in the near future? I, I started writing fan fiction back in uh, 2013 when I was just a tiny little thing. Well, teenager, but, you know, still tiny. Um, and I started writing with uh, Sailor Moon, which is most people's first anime. And that show's been off the air other than the new Crystal stuff. That's been off the air since 1998. But it still has a huge fandom. And so I think as long as people want ponies in their life, the fandom will be there. It may not be as big as it was back in 2000. I don't know. Excuse me, not 2013, 2003. I am dating myself. <laughs> You're fine. Don't don't stress. Don't fret. <laughs> and my husband is mocking me in the background. <laughs> Can we all say hi to your husband? Hey, 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 everyone in chat and everyone in the broadcast, say hi to her husband. Hi. Hi, husband. He says hi to you, babe. <laughs> so is it so is it uh, Mr. Foles or he actually is a writer on film fiction himself. He is Foles Half. Foles Half. And we can find him on film fiction under that name? Yes. Which, well, which, try to give go, his, go give his account some love, too. My question is, which half of the full? The front half, the back half, or is it, you know, straight down the middle, like left and right? Well, I don't know. He holds my heart, and he keeps me sane, so kind of different organ that's going on uh, the, wait, oh wait no we're cutting it from legs to, to head right so like oh okay yeah probably right straight down the middle then i'm guessing well we're gonna get a little controversial here we're gonna ask you the big question the question to end all questions when it comes to my little pony and that is who is best pony mm. Wow, that is a big one. And that is a hard one, too. <laughs> Best Pony. Um, Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Twilight Sparkle, but I have to give it to Sunset Shimmer. From going from just this evil being that had no redeeming qualities to the person that she's become is just amazing and it's not done in a stupid quick way which i absolutely adore so yeah sunset shimmer for me 
I thought you were gonna say she went from an evil being to no redeeming qualities to a being with redeeming qualities. You know, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, she really did. And I I full I fully love the fact that Whisper as part of the elements, they were so much more powerful. And I fully uh believe that she is the element of if not forgiveness, then empathy. I I thought she was the element of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so you've mentioned Sailor Moon, and we have a question from Arcade Striker JK5, who asks, "What's your favorite non-MLP franchise? Might it be Sailor Moon?" <laughs> yeah, I would say it is. Uh, it's actually, believe it or not, how my husband and I met. We're both fan fiction writers, and um, he lived in South Carolina, and I live in Washington State, and we managed to find each other on fanfiction.net just by commenting on each other's fix. And That's this amazing. This automatically, and the God trail. this automatically answers the next question, which is, have you done anything for a non-MLP franchise? And the answer is like, obviously. <laughs> I have. I have, I have two um, uh, fanfiction.net uh, accounts. One is not been updated in ages and i really need to get back to it that holds all my sailor moon fan fiction but i also write a lot about harry potter <laughs> oh. yeah priest is gonna be upset he missed this one <laughs> he's also a harry potter fan. um so i've i've got a lot of uh harry potter fix that i write as well so yeah I'd, I'd say when it comes to franchises, it's probably My Little Pony, Sailor Moon, and Harry Potter is my big ones that I enjoy. Are you under the same name on fanfiction.net, or are you still there? I am not. I My my uh, other two pen names, well, uh, as you can see on, on the podcast, one is Aaliyah Lena, which is a pen name I've had for ages. And uh, the other one is Goddess of Passion. I'm sure um, Alex, our intern who's watching right now, can go get those links for our chat members in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're pretty easy to find, I would hope. <laughs> the only one that has those names, so, yeah. You're one of the few people we've had on who has not been ashamed to be like, oh, yeah, read my other fanfiction, that's fine. Everybody else is like, please never read the My Chemical Romance fanfiction I wrote when I was 10. <laughs> There is one fanfiction that I I have on the internet that I will not reveal. <laughs> I wrote it when I was 13. Ah, yes. We've, we've, and it's we've all awful. We've all, been, we've all been there. What was, uh, Flam, what was your first fanfiction age? Like, how old were you? Oh, God. I Considering I had... It was my best friend at the time, and we were both into ponies at that time. And that's when we did, both decided to write. Uh, I want to say it was probably senior year of high school, which was 2011. Oh, wow. So you, were, you weren't quite a, as wee-bab as we were, but you were still... Yeah. That, that's yeah, pretty... Yeah, absolutely. It was on fanfiction.net, though. I didn't realize mm -hmm. fanfiction existed. And then, like, a year and a half later, when I realized fanfiction existed, I went... Fuck you, fan fiction, and I went there. Never, never, never go to fanfiction.net for my little pony fan fiction. 
it's um, always a very big mistake. I'm inclined to agree. Everything the light touches is yours, Simba. What's that over there? That's fanfiction.net, son. Never go there. Yeah, literally. Rav, uh, Basically. When you, Rav, when did you start with your fanfiction? Or were you? did you start more with art? I would have started with art, and that would have been... God, I don't even remember when I started. I've drawn Bugs Bunny and Wile E. Coyote, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, all of that since I was a little, little kid. So. so you were a little, little one. Yeah. And Milk, you started with us, didn't you? You started with us. You started with this nonsense, didn't you? Um, Actually, I did a little bit of writing prior to this when I was talking with uh, a guy named Sir Hat uh, way back when. I did some ghost writing with oh. him. I remember um, Sir Hat. I was good friends with him. Yeah, he's kind of, he's a goofy dude. He's still around doing some writing, but not for Pony anymore. But uh, yeah, he was uh, I guess the first person I actually did any writing with. And then after basically after that is when this whole podcast thing started. So this has become my main Pony based content anymore. So now you're stuck with us, and that's okay. We're gonna get to some more serious questions for our guests. Full. I have. I have a, a, a small thing that I like to mention as something I didn't notice for ages. And what's that? My initials spell out MLP. Ha! You, it, was, it was meant to be. It was meant to be, and you better believe oh, it. Oh, oh, it, it, it gets better. When, when uh, the show was uh when uh, after twilight became a princess my husband he had uh he worked nights so i had to go and get him from work so we weren't able to watch the show when it first aired on in the morning on saturday so what we did was we used a uh, vhs tapes to record it and one of the first tapes i used i didn't quite rewind it all the way and it was a tape from my childhood so we turned it on and it was the first my little pony movie oh wow <laughs> yeah just by chance well now you're gonna answer some serious questions like who would be cuter mini chrysalis mini nightmare moon or mini me and I'm not, and I'll say it, I'll say it like I'm supposed to say it, just for you, RK Striker, mini me. Better? Let's call him mini me. Yes, exactly. When I was in, when I was in high school, when I was in junior high, and they brought back Sailor Moon and um, the dubbing, instead of calling, uh, Sailor Chibi Moon, Sailor uh, Chibi Moon, they called her Mini Moon. I remember. And uh, my friends kept doing that at the table. I'll so, call her Mini so, Moon. So uh, question for both of you. Yes. Okay. Do you, do you, did either of you remember or catch when America tried to do Sailor Moon? Okay. Yes. Let's, let's stop for a moment. Enigma, yes. you realize the way we were first exposed to it, we had to be exposed to it with the American dubbing. We we were young enough where we really couldn't. No, go no, no. no, he, no, no. He, he's talking about Saban Moon. Oh. So like, did you catch when they tried to Americanize it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing we had. Um, 
No, I'm not he's talking about, talking the about yeah. He's talking about Sovereign Moon. Yes, I've, I've yeah. seen that trailer. <laughs> we own a cell. We actually, my husband and I actually own a cell from that. Sovereign Moon? Mm-hmm. That's probably worth a little something, because that was, that was special stupid. I think we paid like 60 for it, so yeah. Um, does everyone else in the bar cast know about Sabin Moon or Sabin Moon or whatever the fuck they said it as? I don't Sabin know why Moon. this... I don't know why this sounds familiar, but I can't recall why. Maybe I okay, did see and so, I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So the story goes that back in the early 90s, when Power Rangers was super, super popular, mm. they noticed that, you know, well, maybe we can do that with another really popular anime type thing, and they chose Sailor Moon. So what they did was they did live action normal stuff with really Americanized cartoon during the fighting. And it is so bad. Like, for instance, they had Mercury, yes. it, and I don't have a problem with this, my mother's in a wheelchair, but they had Mercury in a wheelchair. Uh, Mars was Hispanic. It was just... It wasn't right. We we found some images. What the the how do you say the bad? It I'm wasn't guessing bad. this was this was proper bad, right? It wasn't like it was some oh, bad good sort of thing. No, no, it was no, no. oh no no no, no, no. this bad. was proper bad. Luckily, Understood. Luckily, as my husband says, GI Joe died for the sins. What is that? What is that? What? Baby, what don't hurt that? me. Don't hurt me. Are you no looking more. at it right now, Flam? What the fuck is that? Isn't it great? No! That's by, what it was. By our cringe combined. <laughs> if you look on YouTube, you can absolutely find the uh, trailer that they had. Everything else is locked away. Oh, interesting. Uh, MDH writes, um, says, that looks like some Dolly-generated shit. And you know what? While we sit here and we go to the next questions, I'm going to type in um, Seven Moon to Dolly Mini, and no. I'm going to ask it to create things for me. Anyway. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's over there. But we have another question, and this is, this is going to test what kind of nerd you are, because... I guess that's what, that's what RK wants to do. Yeah. RK, RK is a good friend of mine, so not oh, surprised. They probably, they probably know you well enough to know that you'll answer this question. Um, who yeah. would win in a card game? James Kirk, William Riker, Han Solo, or Lando Calrissian? Card game, I'm going to have to give that to James Kirk because he learned an entire card game in less than an hour that has the most ins. Same rules. Oh, excuse me. My husband just reminded me he invented it in an hour. My husband is a huge Star Trek fan, which means I've absorbed more than I wish to. Through osmosis, yes. I agree. Yes. James Kirk win, and if things weren't going his way, he would simply cheat. And he would get mm -hmm. away with it, too. So... He'd be able to cheat, and no one would be able to talk to him about it. And Dark, don't make me hurt you. Do I need to hurt him? Has he, has he committed a sin against the canon? 
No, he's just mentioning Amara and Michelle from the dub. Best cousins ever. If that, if there's one thing about the dub Sailor Moon that bothers me, it's the fact that they made two lovers cousins. Oh yeah, that's the classic. That's <laughs> what I'm My cousin. The, she says that she cups the other one's face tenderly and rubs her nose like. Oh, it's uh, I, I I love the I love the fact that they they still go with the cousins, but they didn't cut the hand scene right before they went to die. Like you know uh, that almost minute long where they're just holding hands in different ways. It makes, sure. you, it, makes, that run time. it makes you question the relationship the localizers had with their cousins. <laughs> yeah. Plot twist. They actually were just cousins. They the, the the producer just didn't know any better. Uh Mugany oh, wants shit. to know, how's your day? How's my day? Huh? How's your day? Not too Oh, how my day? Uh, not day? too bad, actually. Today's been going pretty okay. Ah, well, I'm sure. You know, other than my friends trying to mess with me on a live chat. Hey, I'm <laughs> sure that's fine, and they're gonna do a fine job of it. Oh, um, without a doubt, Dark is probably one of, if not my best friend online. So. He knows a lot about me, and he also knows things that he should not mention or all growl at him. Mugney would like to add, I meant that question as a threat. What? I don't understand. <laughs> Mugney, I'm not sure how, how my day can be a threat. I don't, I don't know. Um, do you, by chance, uh, know of Anonymous Potato? Because that's who the next questions are from. I don't think so, no. Okay, well, they have cool. some, they have some questions, and I know one of them is probably gonna have you talk about one of the stories we mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, because the question is, what story or piece of writing are you the most proud of? Yeah, that brings me back to uh, Dear Princess Celestia. Uh, <clears throat> first, I'd like to uh, give a warning that this was during a uh, very hard time in my life. Um, I was not having, I have a major depressive disorder with um, anxiety as well as recently diagnosed post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, these were not diagnosed when I was in this position, but things were just going wrong in my life. And my husband and I had just had a fight and, um, you know, you're at that point, but you just, sometimes you just don't think there's anything else you can do. And so I was, I was ready to end it all, but I didn't want to leave without saying goodbye. So I wrote Dear Princess Celestia as my suicide note. I was going to um set it for uh to be approved and that way that it would be uh posted after i was gone but i had a problem it was too short as as everyone well knows that you have to have a chapter of over a thousand words 
took us to FinFiction, and mine was only 625. It would have stopped at the time Twilight went to bed, and that would have been it. But luckily, then thank you to Michael, who's in the chat, who was my Luna. We talked for, I want to say, three hours, wasn't it, Michael? And uh, he saved me that night. And I can never thank him enough for that. It was a long time. It was a long time. But he became Luna. He became the person that was... You need to talk to someone about this. And that's why, in the end, Twilight sent her unsent um, letters to Celestia. It's why Celestia came and, and was there for Twilight. And that, that story, I, I did post it. I didn't say right away that it was originally a suicide letter. I did admit that later on, but um, I had so many people comment and write me letters. I even got a couple from a priest thanking me for um, honestly showing that it's not all hopeless. Anyone can feel like there's nothing more you can do. But you have to believe that there are people who care. You have to know that there are people who care. You just need to find them. And for me, Michael was that person. And he saved me. And he gave Dear Princess Celestia the ending that it deserved. glad that that's how it went and it went in that direction and i appreciate your message to others and i understand why more stupid than they seem absolutely i understand why this would be something you're very proud of yeah it, it honestly was uh there was actually yeah like like michael says there was a huge opening on the site um for suicidal stories and other ones to share problems that happened right after I wrote Dear Princess Celestia, and I had so many people say, I wrote this because I needed to, and you gave me the courage. And that feeling to know that you've helped someone, even that tiniest bit, there's nothing like that. Nothing. Nothing like it. Are there any other stories that you really would like that people read of yours or other stories of others that you'd like to promote or tell people that they should go read? Um, let's see. I would, my, my absolute favorite story is actually a human in Equestria story that not, I don't think a lot of people really know much about. <clears throat> it is called... I have way too many stories on my things. I swear. It is called The Sun and the Rose by Soul Pillar. I don't know that one off the top of my head. What about you guys? Do you guys know that one? 
Nope. No, doesn't sound familiar to me. Mm, nope, no idea. It actually takes place uh, during... Oh, I don't know. It was... It was not long after Luna was banished. Celestia winds up going through the uh, the portal and winds up stuck on the other side. Uh, here, I can post this in the thing. That's it. Thank you, Alex. It is really good. I fully recommend it. Um, the the author originally had a different plot, and a lot of people stopped reading it because of that. But he did rewrite that, and it's a lot better. I really think people more people should read it. It's a really good one. So that's probably my absolute favorite, but I'll I'll reread things a lot. I, I reread a lot of stuff. Um Arrow 18, of course, is always a good one. If you want a real short one, I'll kill you with my teacup. That's a fun name. I remember that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's a really good, super short one. Well, thank you for to Alex for getting that link so quick. Good job, in turn. And Anonymous Potato also would like to ask, if there's one person you could meet, uh, who would it be and why? One person that I wish I could meet. I don't really have a person that I wish I could meet, but I can kind of change that question a little bit because I have a bit of a story about meeting Nicole Oliver. Oh? Yes. Indeed, I do. We, My husband and I, we went to Everfree and uh, Nicole Oliver and Tapas of St. Germain were both there doing, you know, autographs and stuff like that. And the last day of the convention, they have a no cameras, no recording, nothing allowed, where you're just allowed to talk. And I got up and I went up to the mic and I started talking to Nicole and Tabitha and telling them how thankful I was for My Little Pony and how much it had changed my life for the better. And the next thing I knew, I was crying. Aww. And then it happened. Nicole Oliver came off the stage, wrapped me in a tight hug, Aww. led me over to my husband, sat me down, looked at him. And as he says, he's now the first human to ever get a direct order from Princess Celestia, told him to take care of me. That's sweet. I'm <laughs> damn. Like that's really that's, cool. That is wonderful. Okay. Um. Well, actually, I I like this question. I think this is a really neat question. I'm always glad when I get to ask it. What question would you like to be asked, and how would you answer it? 
think probably what's my most embarrassing uh, reason for writing a story, and I already discussed this with you earlier, so I shall continue from that. Fair One of my very... I would say, if not my most popular, then one of the most popular stories of mine is Princess Celestia, Do You Have a Belly Button? It's cute, it's loving, it's super fluffy, right? It came from the fact that I was high off my ass on pain medicine. <laughs> I had whooping cough. And, um... When it's really bad, they don't give you cloth medicine because it doesn't do anything. So they gave me Vicodin. So I was high off my ass on Vicodin. And it was hot, so my husband was just walking around in just his pants without a shirt on. And I was just kind of laying on the couch, just kind of in that haze you get when you're really drugged. <laughs> and... He walked by me, and I said, Hey, Bay, you've got a belly button. And then I paused, and I went, I wonder if Princess Celestia has a belly button. These are the real questions that need to be answered, though. So, <laughs> And the, the, yes. the story does answer that. And let's, yes. let's, be, let's be clear about something. This story is one of the more popular stories on the entire damn site. It has, are you ready for this ratio, guys? 2,055 upvotes and 29 downvotes. Jesus Christ. It is, it is a cutesy story. If you haven't read it, I do recommend you go do it. It's, it's adorable and silly. And it involves a, a young Twilight asking her mentor if she has a belly button and kind of being embarrassed to do it. And then being very excited at the answer. And I, I won't give away the answer because it makes the whole story. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm not it's either. actually I'm a prequel if you like little tiny uh, things. It's prequel to Tiny Twilight Tales. Which is uh, still ongoing, I believe, with recent... Yes, I actually just updated it a couple yeah. of days ago. So if you want a current author with stories that are well over 700 upvotes, just putting that out there, um, you can find them on Fool, Fool's Errand. Um, we're going to add Princess Celestia, you have a belly button to the Barcast library too. So if you want to check there, that'll be fairly easy to find it. But yeah. I'm going to put that in highlighted stories for guests. And boom, that's done. Uh, oh, huh. well, this, this actually, the next question is really similar, which was tell us your funniest fandom related anecdote. That's a pretty big one. Um, other than that, I think it has to be the fact that I created the Twiceless collab. Oh. Yes. Twilight and Chrysalis. <laughs> well. That's actually where Fool's Aaron came from. Um, oh, all the writers were my changeling hive, and all of them very sweet, and yeah. <laughs> the next, I haven't seen this question ages, it just has given me pause. Um, here's the question for you from Anonymous Potato, who wants to know, what doth life? What doth life? 
What, dog what does life mean? I mean, what, what dog life? I think to me, I think that life to me means having a reason to get up in the morning or, you know. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Michael just reminded me of one of my other amusing things I managed to do. I managed to rickroll all of fan fiction without anyone noticing until the very end. I'm rather proud of that. That takes a special sort of skill to be able to like get away with. Yes. Uh, it is the story that is called. That's not what it's called. It is called Nothing in the Way of Love. Nothing in the Way of Love. Because yep. <laughs> are, 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 are the characters in it not strangers to love? Do they know the <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, it's a fun little one-shot romance with Twilight and Luna. And if you, I, yeah, I, I managed to rickroll everyone. <laughs> nice. And I did it while still making a good story. <laughs> That's the extra part. If you're going to, if you're going to pull off something silly, if you can do it where it's hard to notice because the story is actually decent, that's where the good stuff is. Thank yeah, you, it actually got it. got talked about on another uh, My Little Pony podcast right after it came out. So oh, which one? Was, it was... Give me a sec. It's in my comment section, so I'm trying to see... No luck. Episode one seventy two of Pony four one one. I remember Pony four one one. It's it's been a it's been a short minute since then. Oh, that's neat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of our lovely intern who got the link to that story very quick, might I add. Um, Alex underscore wants to know what are your thoughts so far on Gen Five? Have you seen it? Do you like it? How do you feel about it? So I've had, had a lot of thoughts on Gen 5. A lot of thoughts. You don't sound thrilled. At first, I wasn't. Okay. I really wasn't. When they first started talking about what they were planning on doing, like with the multiple realities and all that, it sounded stupid. Multiple realities? Wait, what? Yeah. Originally, it was going to be like Earth ponies lived in this one reality, but it was connected to everything else. I literally was... never heard about this. Where did you find out about this? Oh, I don't even remember. I probably was mentioned in the Twilestia chat on Discord, but it was ages ago. But uh, I did see parts of the movie finally, and actually happy about it. Yes, the original con concept art, thank you. 
That's what it was. Okay, I was going like I, I don't remember any of that from the actual G five movie or anything. No, it wasn't in the movie. This was prior. This was like a year or so. Ah, uh, I see. And that I wasn't so thrilled about. But actually, the way that they're doing it and it being in the far flung future, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, I. I, I'm still always going to be more fond of Gen 4 just because that's where I found people that are my friends and all that. And, uh, but I mean, I, I, I have my likes and my dislikes, obviously, of it, but I'm happy with the idea that, you know, that they're, it's so far in the future that none of them are able to know about what's going on except for Sunny who's like this super uh fan of the elements of harmony which which is cool I like that I think Twilight and her would get along very well and I'm still kind of hoping that somehow she's gonna find Twilight because while Celestia and Luna might be on something tells me Twilight must still be around Twilight's just chilling on the moon somewhere, being like, fuck this earth, I'm out. My favorite headcanon is my favorite headcanon is that they're like, wow, this happened an outside observer will be like, wow, what the hell happened all this time ago that everything fell apart? And they're like, long time ago, no, this was just last week. (laughs) That's how that's how I feel in watching the episode where uh, Twilight becomes the princess. It's like, they're trying to say this was just new, and it's like, no, this has to be ages old, otherwise things wouldn't be falling apart like it is. I have have this funny little scenario in my head where Twilight sits down with the Gen 5 characters, and after a moment of awkward silence... Uh, Pip goes, so are you like our great-great-grandma or something? And, and then uh, Twilight like, nearly chokes on her food or whatever. It's like, wait, they're what? They're all the children. Because they're princesses also, so, you know, Pip thinks, oh, she's a princess, I'm a princess, clearly we're related. Well, it's like, n- n- no. And then Twilight drunkenly says, do you want me to be? <laughs> I can do whatever you want me to be. <laughs> I can make that happen in about 20 minutes. Catch All my you drink. need to do is go back in time. Just, just I, I, prom- I, I promote you to citizen. <laughs> so Where's your mom, kid? Right here, baby. Anyway, um, so what is your favorite non-pony species in MLP? My favorite non-pony species in MLP has to be the change. Alright, mean... do you prefer the black Titan-y kind or the bright rainbow deer kind? I like the bright rainbow deer ones because of who they are, but I do not like their appearance. Uh, we agree. We agree. I think yeah, there's no, I call them the people. Technicolor puke stain. I yes, there there you I, go. I think we have someone here who hates it even more than I do, though, and I was going to call on you, Brad! <laughs> I knew you Yeah, would. no, I, uh... I heard I heard them referred to as the gay deer in a fan fiction at some point, and I just haven't dropped it or the gay moose. 
either way. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Right. I mean, I get what they were trying to go with, with the different type of inset coloration, but it's just, no. It's unpleasant no. to look at. It, 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 it is. As my husband says, like... it's toyetic. Yeah. I, and yes, we finally have like a black and red one, you know, edgy OC style, but it still wasn't that great, man. They can only uh -huh. be redeemed in my. They can only be redeemed in my eyes if Ocella like Ocellus just goes like gets stick bugged and starts doing the stick bug. There I mean, go. the show is not on anymore, Enigma, so that can't happen. It could happen yeah. in a comic. No, no, the not comic just stopped canon and it doesn't. Are the count. comics still going, or did they stop too? They are coming out with another comic pretty soon. I heard they're, they're still oh. coming out. Oh, yeah, good. they're still making Gen 4 comics, just not at the same frequency they used to be. Yeah, what is at least it's something. I decide what is selectively canon in my head. <laughs> I mean, we're fan fiction writers. Isn't that literally what we do, Flam? Yeah, exactly. The way, exactly. I, the way I, I, I see it is if you see something in the comics, then it is considered canon until it is disproved in the show itself. Plus, it's an AU. AU comics yeah, exist. There you go. They exist. If it's AU, then anything goes. <laughs> it's true. There, there, there's an AU comic where Superman is born in communist Russia, and it's a fun comic, guys. That's I all remember I correctly, the there's a comic where Power Rangers fight Godzilla. Oh, I want to <laughs> see that. I want to see that. <laughs> Uh, question for another question for inner turn. Have you ever seen a ghost? I haven't seen one, but I have experienced one. Oh, would you like to? Yeah, read? my mother's fiance, who basically raised me when I was little, died um, from HIV—not AIDS, but HIV. Big stupid story. Anyway. It was a couple of weeks after he died, and uh, my mom was sitting uh, smoking a cigarette, and I had had, I, I was 15 at the time, and I had had a soda, and I said, Ma, can I have another, another Pepsi? And she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I went to grab the soda, and it moved from my hand. And we're talking on a countertop, so it's not like there was any gravity type thing going on. It literally slid away from my hand. So I tried reaching again, and it slid away again. And I went, Mom, something's going on. And she watched as I put my hand near it, and it slid away again. And finally she said, Fred, which was my mom's fiance's name, she said, Fred, I said she could have another one. And it stopped moving, and I was allowed to grab it. I'm not saying it was ghosts, but have you considered the possibility that you have magneto powers? Magneto? I wish. Magneto. I love the fact that he glosses over that it's an aluminum can. Yeah, there you go. It's aluminum powers. It's only magneto if it comes from the magnetos uh, region of France. Otherwise, it's just sparkling magnetism. I like to mess with people by purposely referring to him as Magneto. I don't think Magneto, that's true. I, think I love actually, it. I think you actually thought that's what it was, Enigma. No! I think Pepsi, that's what it is. You sure about I, that? Pepsi, 
I'm as big as a Marvel fan as you, all right? I'm a DC person, bitch. Well, I know both, all right? I'm well-versed yes, in both. Yes, yes. I'm not as well-versed in comic stuff as I could be, but my best friend Dark makes sure that I know exactly what I'm talking about when I'm talking about it. He's good at that. I, I, I'm, he, a, I'm, I'm a Batman fan. Always been a Batman fan. Always. A yeah, Batman he's fan. a big DC guy. We actually do a lot of role playing together, and you would be amazed how we wound up bringing in Marvel, DC, and ponies all in the same. Universe. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I mean, we can find a way. What was that, Ruff? I'm just gonna say. I mean, if you know how. If you really, really know how to use those plot holes, it's not too terribly difficult. Well, DC and Mar DC and Marvel had a crossover for a while in the a short while in the nineties. I thought it was earlier than that. I think it was like late nineties. I think it was late nineties. Mm -hmm. No, no, eight, late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, because I know that they had some sort of a crossover. Way, way back when both companies were in their infancy, it, and it they was, had to stop for legal reasons. It yeah. was you guys. It was back when Superman had a mullet. <laughs> Which time? <laughs> I hate that I have to ask that. <laughs> like, oh, if you're thinking of the Versus comic, which um, is DC versus Marvel, that was mid '90s. The the um, name of the yeah the name of their uh, the publisher or whatever it had start with the A. With an A? Yeah, the. Was it Axis? No. No, like. According to Dark, they had three crossovers, and trust me, if he says it, it's true. Well, <laughs> you know what? Dark is it. wrong. They've had more than that, bitch. They've had they? more, many more, <laughs> many, <laughs> many, many, many more. Yeah, there was that time Spawn got a scar in his head by Batman, and it didn't heal because of shame. That's not Marvel, though. DC. I know that, I know that Dark Spawn is Dark Horse. Uh, oh no, no, yeah, yeah, no. Spawn is uh, what's what's the company that owns Invincible? I think it's I, Marvel, I, I, isn't I, it? Yeah. You're getting outside my wheelhouse now. I just know that there have been okay. a lot of DC Marvel crossover mm -hmm. comics that, if, if you right. go, it's just individual characters that did crossovers way back in the day. Um, oh yeah, I mean Deathstroke and Deadpool—they go up against against each other whenever the heck they want to because Deadpool is Deadpool. Deadpool pops over into DC and into Marvel on regular occasions at this point. Yeah, if he right. just goes wherever the hell he wants and no one says a thing because it's Deadpool. He also fucks death, so I mean, I don't know what we want to do about that. He does. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> death has a thing for Deadpool, so you know. And Thanos is all jealous. Oh yeah, it's that's actually that. Uh, I remember when the first Avengers movie came out, and uh, at the very end where it was talking about Thanos wanting to court death, and I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna wind up bringing Deadpool into this because of their huge thing. That would have been cool, but no. Well, let's let's get before before we go down the the comic book rabbit hole for eternity and forever. Um, let's get to the last of Alex's questions, which is, what is the best thing to have for breakfast? Because that's a debate that could also go off like a comic book debate, I'm just going to say. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Actually, my favorite breakfast food is eggs on toast. 
fried egg put onto buttery toast and you just kind of cut it into little pieces, salt and pepper, delicious. I do something similar, except I take a piece of cheese, like an American cheese or a cheddar, and I put it underneath the egg so that when I put the hot egg on it, it melts the cheese. That would be good. I'm lactose intolerant, though, so I have to stay away from that. that no. stuff. <laughs> uh, you, could do, you could do some cheeses, but not, not any that would melt pleasantly with just the heat of a hot egg. Exactly, yeah. I mean, sometimes because... I want a cheeseburger and I'll just go, fuck it. <laughs> Deal I mean, with that's... it later. <laughs> Base. I do that with jalapenos. Uh, uh, somebody posted on Facebook the other day, and I've, I've taken this to heart. It's my toxic trait is saying, I wonder if this thing that hurts my stomach hurts my stomach today. <laughs> it's being that the truth. Yeah, that's about right. I had mushrooms last night. I cannot have mushrooms. I was like, I'm doing it. And I had mushrooms, and I was fine until this morning, and then I was not fine. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're awful like that. Uh, before we go on to uh, Nani the non-Phillies questions, we're going to have a moment, um, and we are going to talk about our charity, because we're at the halfway point. So, you know what? Um, I want somebody competent today. Hey, Rav. Hey, what? Did you know that we donate all of our proceeds, every cent we get, to a charity? Damn, I thought I was wasting it on blow. Which charity um, is it? Well, we let the horses have the blow, Rav, at Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in uh, South Central California. Oh, we give them the special grass. Nice. Yeah, them horses having the good grass. <laughs> our our money goes to helping the horses get food and care that they need, whether it's medical care or getting their hooves trimmed, and helps some horses actually get adopted out to loving homes. Um, we have a horse we sponsor. Its name is Lil Bit. It was chosen by our viewers. And Little Bit's doing great. Mini horse, really fun. We'd love to go visit a uh, Little Bit someday. But for now, what you can do to help is you can donate to our Patreon. Uh, you can go to thebarcast.net to do that. You can watch our videos on YouTube, on Twitch, on all those platforms. And probably the best and fastest way to do that is you can donate bits. You donate bits, you click that little diamond in the lower right-hand side of your chat box. You can watch a video or two to earn some free bits. And then you give that to us, and that becomes real money. And that money goes 100% to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Hey, Rav. Hey, what? Did you know that this ad is over? Oh, cool. Obligatory, shout, obligatory <laughs> shout out to uh, Big Mac. May he rest in peace and, oh, be, yes. and be banging mares in horse heaven. He was an old horse. He was an old Clydesdale. And gosh, we loved him and we supported him. And he is gone now. Rest his soul. Exactly. Way to end on a downer note, Flam. No, I'm I'm uh, celebrating I his life. Joke. I was I was gonna make a uh, joke about smoking the good grass, but you know. See that that would have been light and fluffy, like grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just got done uh, mowing an acre of grass this morning. Would have would have tied in really well with it too. <laughs> I hope it's not an acre of that grass. No, in Washington State, that's all legal for me here. Oh well, yeah, but I'm also, sorry. why would you mow it though? <laughs> like, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm starting to thrill. I'm starting to suspect oh, this topic no, wasn't about lawn care anymore. <laughs> you realize how many people would be gunning for my head if I had mowed an entire field of that? <laughs> oh God, like yeah, you would have cartels coming for you. Even if it's legal, they would come for you just on principle. 
Yeah. You know what? My neighbors would be coming after me for it. Hey, Rev. So these next questions, I'm not going to make you read them, but I think you should keep an eye on them. Are you ready? Oh, I'm well aware. He told me about them before we even started this. Okay, well, I'm going to make Enigma read the questions, and Enigma panics about not being on the thread in three, two, one. I'm on the thread. I just don't know whose questions are we on. Exactly my point. Jesus Christ. Well, I just finished Alex underscore's questions. Okay, not the Philly on it. Yeah, there you go. So, Aaron. Foles Aaron. Foles Aaron. Either one works. Go for it. Number one, by Nani the Anon Philly. Do you hate bats and bat ponies? Not at all. I absolutely adore bats. I call them sky puppies. Even if they you have rabies. Even if they have rabies. As long as if you get bit by a bat, you go immediately to the ER and get your rabies protection. It's not the bat's fault. Nope. And no. bats are vital to our ecosystem, and we need them, and they're good, and they're nice, and only a very small variety of them will actually hurt you. So you know what? Bats are great. Everybody shut their fuck up. they're sky puppies. They're nice. They're like adorable them. sky puppies. <laughs> I, I've got to Well, I that. mean, you're in the right classification for an animal as far as, like, them being a mammal, but yes. They also make great vigilantes. They Number are the two. They are, they are the night. Number two. Could you call Ravage stinky and annoying? I don't know who they are, so probably not. I'm not that type Ravis of person. Rav is right our here. other... Yeah, that's our... Rav is one of the people who is interviewing you. Yeah, and that means I can't be... I, I, I don't know them well enough to be to be mean. I'm not, I'm not a mean person. I don't I'm, I'm see right people. You don't have to be mean, but I'm going to tell you right now. We're mean to each other all the time, and it's because we love each other dearly. Except for Enigma. We hate him. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and call, call me that because I already have a comeback for it. Oh, yay! Can you do that? Can you just say non, Nani the Anon Philly says and then you can say that? Nani the Anon Philly says that you are stinky and annoying. Aw, stop. I get that enough from my therapist. <laughs> That's a good one. Number three, Burger King foot lettuce. I was waiting because you were saying it in that voice, and I was like, he's going to make the goddamn fucking Burger King foot lettuce joke. He's going to do it again, and it's going to be my fault because I let him read the questions. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. I, 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 ha- I have to make you regret it so you'll stop making me do it. No! I miss making you read the questions with the big words so I can watch you stumble over, like, genuinely decent language. It was great, and I missed those questions. And God damn it, Enigma, it's fine. 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 So number three, <clears throat> Nightmare Moon is best villain, right? No, I have to disagree. Who I have to villain? say, Starlight Glimmer, absolutely Ooh. horrible as a good pony, fantastic as a villain. Actually, now that I think about it, she probably does have the highest death count because of all the time travel shenanigans she's done. I mean, they literally gave us Fallout Equestria with that episode, yeah. so I can't yeah, really disagree they did. with you. He was all I, her. And, and she's forgiven so quickly for everything she did. 
all the blood on her hooves. And you know what? You can hang out with us. You can have pancakes with us. And I absolutely hate her reasoning for why she became a villain. It could have been anything. My favorite, my headcanon had always been that she was always second to Sunset Shimmer. You see, I killed all these folks because the boy I liked, he moved away when we were kids. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, that I mean, sounds it, like your classic size sociopath, just saying. I mean, yeah, they could have pulled a Harley Quinn and just made her an actual sociopath, but and no. She, it, and you can't even... Just, you can't even... My friend moved away. Harley's yeah, not you, a sociopath. She's a psychopath. No, she's not. You can't even, you can't even, it wasn't nurture, it was her nature, because she had a decent childhood, because her father was pretty decent, and you know, who, you know, and you know, as a guy who has no father, I can say that he he was pretty great. I mean, Enigma, that just means you have very poor judgment skills on what a good father would be, because your baseline is, is there. If father is there, father is good. Who, what, what, what does it matter if he murdered a lot of people? Jesus fucking Christ. He was there. Starlight Glimmer is best villain. Horrible, good person, best villain. But which of her hairstyles do you like best? The the first hairstyle or the new one that she had later on? First. What, the ponytail? I forgot you ran a cult! <laughs> yeah! The the one where she's oh yeah that song from the cult that was just ugh. no I'm Best thinking more of the, song. no I think more of the reeducation room yeah I do too yeah. I think back to that and I'm like holy shit that's my up. my best friend moved away so I will start Heaven's Gate exactly <laughs> <laughs> I I mean okay so you know what no I'm gonna stop myself because. I don't need to give you guys a lecture on why Heaven's Gate was started and its creators. I don't. I don't need to know that. I am well aware. We are all aware. An enigma has made me well aware. I was making a joke pencil. Gosh. Oh, I was just like, well, actually, I was like, no, 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 stop, 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 don't, don't do it, just don't do it. I'm actually super. I'm super into serial killers and stuff like that, so I completely understand. It's always Rose interesting when people just stare at me. Then I've got a I've got a question for you. Okay. What is your opinion on the show Hannibal on Netflix? I haven't watched it, honestly. I'm not really a huge fan of Netflix recently, and I just canceled my subscription. So. Ah. Uh, okay. I was going to say, the, I, I'm not very familiar with the, his, with the history of Hannibal Lecter, but as far as like a TV series goes and a psychological thriller goes, it's a really good series. I have to renew for a month or so and watch something. I actually I mean, thought about that now and then. Elsewhere. You should be able mm. to get it like, like outside of Netflix, I think, but I'm not entirely sure. Yar, it'll be D. Rav, why are you asking about uh, Hannibal in particular? Because I've seen it, and I I literally wrote about serial killers for a living, so I'm curious. No, I just, it popped in, into my mind. She said she, uh, she's really into serial killers, and I've been trying for the last, like, four days to remember the name of the series, and it just popped uh-huh. into my head, and I'm like, hey, segue. That kind of 
this topic kind of makes me think of a thought exercise. When you hear the word serial killer, what's the first one that pops to mind? When I think when I think about serial killers. Yeah, when you, like when you hear the word, what's the first one that comes to mind? Um, probably um, Bundy. Yeah, same. I, th I what, think. What, what did you say, Foles? Holmes. Oh, oh, okay. So the way. That's whale, a great choice. That's a great choice. The original saw. Yep. Very much that. The murder hotel. Yep. Yeah, H.H. H. Holmes is probably the one that comes to my mind when I think serial killer. I mean, there, there's there's a lot of other serial killers out there whose names pop into my head if I give it more than a second. Oh, so many. <laughs> but, like, B Bundy pops into my head just because I have a weird actual, like, I uh, somebody in my family has uh, close degrees of separation with Bundy, so. Fun. Mm. Yeah, no, it was very much they lived near them, and... Right. Um, and uh, they they were one of the neighbors that would complain about weird smells and shit. Oh, oh shit! I thought yeah. that was Dahmer. No, no, Bundy had people in his house. Yes, under his house, and he was... all different places. Yeah, but Bundy was was. <laughs> and then he, he got that. His, he liked his he liked his food free range. Well, because he didn't have a house, he had an apartment. It's so weird. yeah, it's there weird lots that of people he... who live nearby. It's weird that he got he still got his own show married with children now. Oh for fuck's oh, sake. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, you know what? I will give you that one. That one was funny. I will give that you that. That was a one. good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Shit. You live for now. Oh my goodness. So, by the way, just just saying, there've been on the match game and similar shows. There've been several serial killers. Just want to put that out there. Oh yeah, the dating game killer. Yep, one of those. I I remember that one. Good thing she didn't go on that date. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, he she went, said but he, she yeah. said he creeped her out. There have been more than one though, that have showed up on like I, really? I think it was Match Game, not the dating game oh. that the other one was on. There's there's some yeah. very major name ones who have been on dating style games. I don't remember what the name of the dating games they were. It's it's eerie that there have been like three, I think. So yeah. you would think they would do better vetting. I mean, it's hard to vet stuff like that. Are you a serial killer? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I don't, well, you wouldn't even really be able to psych test them for that kind of shit before they went on the show either. No, no because not, not all, not, yeah, not all serial killers are psychopaths or sociopaths or anything else. It's a very mixed bag of who's Sometimes. actually a serial killer. Sometimes they're just, you know, opportunists. It's like, you know what? I'm going to start now. <laughs> And, and this, some way, this... so, so, somehow we went from my fluffy writings <laughs> and I love it. Hey, hey, I mean, you said the magic words. Um, we should move on, and I believe it is my questions now, so I get to ask them. Okay. <clears throat> what would you whisper into a vagina? talking about my own vagina or someone else's any vagina 
<laughs> any vagina. If you can whisper into your own vagina, first of all, props. Second of all, how? Because <laughs> I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I, sh- I can bend. You're actually, like, of all the people I said that to, for fuck's sakes, you're one of the only ones who can probably do it. Fuck everything. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> one of my questions actually is about this, so we will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> what would I whisper into my own vagina? Probably, why the hell do you make me so horny all the damn time? <laughs> what would it whisper back? Because I like to fuck with you, probably. <laughs> or more so- like it wants others to fuck with you. Oh, sorry. It sounds to me like that's where you you keep all your secrets. You just whisper them in there. Oh, I got a secret. Guess I better, like, unhinge my back to whisper into my vagina. Like, I took an extra portion of breakfast today. Like, come on. Okay. Well, that's one, that's one, well, that's one way to call it a secret box. What is your weapon of choice? My weapon of choice? Probably my keyboard because of my writing, you know. The pen is faster than the sword or some shit. Uh, Actually, I prefer the bow and arrow. I love archery. Are you good at archery or just do you like doing it? I'm passable at archery. (laughs) I'm passable. I, I don't think I'm great at it, but I, I'm I'm fair enough that I can hit a target. <laughs> that is that is enough if you can hit the target. A that's how you exactly, exactly. Actually, when my grandfather passed, I received his um uh crossbow. I just Ooh. haven't figured out how to load it yet because I'm tiny and yeah. I'm I'm sure you will find a way. At some point, without breaking my hands, I'm sure of it. Uh, next question is bees. Bees are very important. How I personally bees? don't don't like you know going among a bunch of them, but if I see one, I stay squ- still and go, "Hey, dude, you and eh, not dude, do that. You you do you." You get your flower and your pollen and you go back to your hive. I won't bother you and you won't die stinging me. Cool, cool. How many bees, though, is the next question. I mean, if I wound up being chased by a whole hive of bees, I would probably scream and run a lot until I found water. Yes, as as would I, because bees are... (laughs) in a swarm are terrifying and deadly yes yes they are a couple of bees just you know around flowers and buzzing i'm fine with that i can stay still long enough that they you know go away honeybees are awesome wasps and hornets i don't really get what they're for they're they're not for fun that is for sure they exist they exist they exist to kill you i mean they can pollinate too but you know, they yeah. do, but to a far lesser degree. They don't mm-hmm. seek out pollen. Yep, that is accurate. And uh, and of course, here in Washington, we we've had murder hornets. Yeah, you guys actually because... had a brief example of murder hornets, and like they didn't yes. kill yes, anyone. We did. They were there. Yes, they're still here. Every now and then, we get news about a hive being found, and very quickly exterminated. 
Lots of fire. Good. Excellent. I'm glad for their expediency. Well, they kill honeybees, so we can't have them around. We we don't need them here. They can go away. They can go back to Japan. We don't need them. <laughs> I mean, if only they were just in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been around this site for a while. Do you find taking intermittent breaks helps or no? I don't think I've ever actually been logged out of fim fiction. <laughs> I read a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. You, you can ask my, you can ask my friends and they will say if I'm not playing a video game, I'm normally reading and normally reading a fan fiction of some type. And just recently, I've, I've gone, you know, you like to see Fix updated and finished. You need to remember that you're a writer, too, and people want to see your Fix finished. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, now the question that, this is an unusual question, I'm, and I'm sure you can fill in a lot of the blanks that I've left here. Um, I'm also somebody with a chronic health condition. So as somebody mm -hmm. with a chronic health condition, I'm wondering if you're willing to talk a little bit about them, some of those struggles and what you wish people knew about it. Mm. I have uh, two chronic conditions. I have um, what's known as Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, E-H-L-E-R uh, line thingy, D-A-N-L-O-S Syndrome. It's a uh, connective tissue disorder. It's genetic. And it affects one in 5,000 people roughly. And I say roughly because a lot of people are misdiagnosed. So I'd like to say the main symptoms, in case people are having trouble, they can go to their doctor about it. Um, the only way of 100% being diagnosed is genetic testing, which a lot of places don't do. But if you find someone that can um, do the, use the Brighton system, you can be uh, diagnosed. Uh, the main symptoms are hypermobility. Mm -hmm. If you can, you know, bend your thumb back to touch your wrist, that's being hypermobile. Um, often skin that is stretchy. I don't have the stretchy skin myself, but uh, that's more common in the hypermobile version. There are 15 subsects of uh, Ehlers-Danlos. I'm suspected of having the muscular form. And that leads to the most well-known and yet not well-known um, sign of Ehlers-Danlos, and that is velvet-like skin. My skin feels super soft like you are stroking velvet. I don't use any conditioners on my skin or anything else. It just feels extremely silky and soft, and it always surprises everyone when they feel it. Um, Ehlers-Danlos obviously leads to problems. It can lead to problems with your heart. Um, 
every time I wind up going to the ER because of problems with uh, the muscular system in my chest, which happens a fair amount, causes severe pain, I wind up having to go for um, pain medicine. I have to go in for a CAT scan every single time. It is in my chart because Ehlers-Danlos can cause um, your aorta to tear open. I've been very lucky. I've never had that problem, but uh, it is a very painful condition. It makes you tired a lot. And so it's often um, diagnosed as chronic um, fatigue syndrome. It's also misdiagnosed as fibromyalgia is another big one that is misdiagnosed as. And uh, yeah, uh, it, it's... The problem with it, the diagnosis is wonderful because you go from knowing there's something wrong but not knowing what it is to actually knowing what it is. But there is no cure. There's no real treatment other than pain relief, and it is debilitating. I have, uh, I have a cane that I need to use quite often. I also have a wheelchair for when it gets really bad, and in all likelihood, I will wind up um, in a wheelchair probably before I'm 50, I'm guessing. Um, but I, I've i got my husband who we've been married, it'll be 13 years tomorrow. And he's been through, me, through all this with me since the very get-go. And his favorite way of explaining it is saying that I'm an action figure from the 1980s whose rubber bands are fraying. That's fucking adorable, by the way. Yes. Thank you. And uh, I do have it. Like I said, I have another chronic condition. I have a condition that's called gastroparesis. My form, too, is, yeah. my form is idiopathic, which means they don't know why I have it. And I have the most severe type in which my stomach basically does not digest food properly at all. Mm-hmm. It, um, Actually, right now I'm on a liquids-only diet to try and take care of some really bad bloating that I've been having. Um, but Gosh, I'm sorry. basically, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Luckily, I found some suits from Japan that are just—you put them in a cup, you add water, and it's just perfect. Um, my husband just said, "And and steak qualifies as liquid in special occasions." <laughs> As I said, what hurts my stomach usually does it hurt my stomach today. Exactly. It's it's later. It's not when I'm eating. It's the enjoying and then the problems. But uh, I uh, I think it was 2019. I was having problems in which I was choking and uh, coughing up food. So I had a um, upper GI done. And my doctor noticed that there was still food in my stomach, even though I hadn't eaten in 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he uh, said, I needed to do what's called a swallowing study mm-hmm. in which they give you a breakfast of gamma radiation. And that went well, I'm assuming. It's it's not that bad. It's uh, it gives you toast, eggs, and water, and it all has gamma in it. 
And uh, what they do is they keep you for four hours and every hour they take a picture using a special uh, type of camera that can sense the gamma radiation. And uh, normal is you have digested everything within an hour. Mm -hmm. Mine was so bad that I, by the end of the fourth hour, I still had over 50% of the food in my stomach. That's rough. Yes. So I have the most severe form of gastroparesis, which makes things interesting. It, it, the best way I can put it is, you know, those lists that they show you of the best foods to eat for your health? fruits and vegetables and whole grains and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they've got the other list of the stuff you should never eat, like white bread and white pasta and all that stuff. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to be on that list. Yep, yep. Nope. I as I have I have so many gastro problems. I understand how that goes. And it's like so don't eat raw fruits, don't eat raw vegetables, don't eat nuts, don't eat any whole grains, no fiber whatsoever. So yeah, that, that's hard. It does. It really does. Because people always look at you funny and it's like, I have to eat. My mom's like, the, just the other day, she's like, how many carbs does that have? And I said, Mom, it doesn't matter. She says, why doesn't it matter? I said, because of my gastroparesis. My doctor doesn't care how many carbs something has or how many sugars something has or how much salt something has. As long as it has enough calories to keep me alive is the only <laughs> thing they give a damn about. So. Well, thank you, thank you for giving some light to those things. I know that it's, that's yeah. hard to do, but I appreciate it. Yeah, and, I, I'm happy to do so. Of course. And I'm going to turn the mic over to our own Ravage, who's apparently stinky and annoying. Rav, are you stinky and annoying? Hold so. Yeah. <laughs> Am I muted? Oh, no, you're not muted. I'm okay. I'm turning the mic over to you so you can read your own questions. You're here. I can hear you. Oh shit. Okay, you can't hear us is what I'm getting. Hold on. Rav, right. we can hear well, my, you. My internet's kinda shit, so Perfectly. Yeah, yeah, you guys are cutting out. Okay. Uh, um Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's not cutting you out a lot. It's just uh, uh, it's only cutting cutting out certain words. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. If you guys can hear me fine, I'll go ahead and ask him. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay. So we can hear you. Question number one: What's a question you wish people would ask you? That <laughs> which we already did. We already did that question. <laughs> we had that earlier. But I. Uh, other than that, I. I think I. The thing I think I wish people would ask me would be. Are you okay? Because I think that's a question that everyone needs to be asked every now and then. Just to know that people care. Just a simple, how are you doing? Are you okay? Wish I could add to that, but I really can't. <laughs> um, 
Question number two. If you were the protag of a displaced fic, what would it be about, and who would you be unlucky enough to be? Oh, displaced. Yeah, those guys. Uh, <laughs> oh. Does anyone remember the four score and five years ago thing? Which, I remember this sounds four familiar. score. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, uh, that was, that was ages ago. ago. Yeah. Okay, displaced. Does it have to be a villain? No. Okay. Anyone? No, it's it's not villain specific. Like, who who would you least like to be ever at all under any under any circumstance? Because guess what? You're getting dropped into horse world as them. Oh jeez. Um, I would put. I think. <laughs> I think that I would probably be uh probably super girl. I'm actually not a huge fan of dc dark forgive me you already knew this but it is true i'm not a huge dc fan but i'm getting into it but i'm just not that far into it so yeah supergirl would be mine because i would know absolutely nothing about what was going on or anything else i'd be like oh okay i, like I can fly <laughs> I like to think that if you look over and say, I'm just not into Supergirls, like, and he's like, wait, our, so our relationship is built off a lie? Luckily, no. <laughs> he's one of the ones that came and said that they liked my work, so thank goodness for that. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely worse people to be, but... Um... Is it just because you wouldn't be familiar with powers, or...? I'm just not a huge fan of DC, so it would be probably something that he made me do that would cause it to happen, and I'd be stuck in probably cursing him, as he well knows. <laughs> All right. Um, However, if... if it wasn't a human, it would be a dolphin. Any dolphin, <laughs> just any dolphin. I don't like dolphins. Any reason? They are murdering rapists of the sea. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. I pencil. I think it was you who told me this story, but apparently, uh, a woman gave birth in the ocean around dolphins. No, I didn't tell you this story. Okay, well, I, for some reason... I oh, I, I heard about that. I'm surprised a dolphin didn't take it and smash it. No, what I heard was that the, as soon as the baby popped out, the dolphin grabbed it and it swam off with it. Oh, jeez, I would not be surprised. I, I can fact-check that one real quick. Dolphins are just... <sighs> yeah, I'll never forgive what... Different. I'll never forgive what they did to Hank Hill. I don't watch that anime. You'll have to. You'll have that to. That anime, I love it. 
Right. <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> any cartoon is technically an anime. No, it's actually apparently in Japan there is actually a debate of whether subbed or dubbed King of the Hill is better. Yeah, yeah they, I mean that's they, the way it is in every country, honestly. No, it's still yeah. great to hear. What and I want to hear, I want to hear his Japanese version of "I tell you what." <laughs> All right. Well, nah, I'm just not a fan at all of dolphins, and it always makes me growl at people. And they're like, "Oh, they're such gentle creatures." I'm like, "Do you really know anything about a dolphin?" They really don't. Yeah. All right. Well, on to a uh, slightly more interesting topic. If your significant other could be any size at all, such as a Lady Demi Dami Mommy or a Renamon S Kaiju, what would your dynamic look like? Well, he's a huge fan of uh, Kaiju movies, huge Godzilla fan in particular. So he would probably be Kaiju type thing, but he'd still be doing everything he could for me because he's just that type of person. So little tiny. Five foot two and a half woman telling a giant kaiju what to do. <laughs> I'm just getting images of like Godzilla trying to tiptoe down Main Street pushing the wheelchair. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh shit. Uh, have you ever released a foot fetish video and where can your fans find it? Yeah. <laughs> No, I have not. I actually have strange feet because of my Ailer Danlos. Really? My toes are weird. Well, I mean, different strokes for different folks. I'm sure somebody would find it appealing. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Uh, do you read Snuffles, i.e. what I call Goreclop for cute ponies? Like boar type stuff? Uh, no. I mean, you can go with that, but no, like like snuff like snuff films. But I with call it ponies. snuffles just because, yeah. Not really. I'm not super into that kind of stuff. I'm okay with certain types of boar type stuff, but other than that, I'm not really for. I'm hard enough time causing harm to my own characters and that one of my my fixed starving has a scene where twilight has to be uh pretty brutally tortured and i couldn't write it i actually had to get another writer uh adren to write it for me <laughs> so yeah I mean, that's fair. I know there are certain types of things I don't particularly like to or care to write, so I just don't. Yeah. It was important for the story, but if it hadn't been, I wouldn't have done it. Hmm. Uh, question number six. Who uh, is your favorite MILF? I don't really have one, I don't think. I mean... Possibly Celestia because I mean she's like what ten thousand years old or more. She's got to have had a kid at some point. I like yeah. to think it's my head cannon. That do you remember the Kieran? Yeah. 
Do you remember the really tall Kieran? Mm-hmm. I like to think that's her daughter. Why do you want everybody to be related to everyone, Enigma? Is if it because you don't tall. have it's because you don't have any damn decent relatives in your life? Maybe, no, but No, it's yeah. because he likes to write fan fiction like a fourteen year old. Yeah. Hey. I, I, yeah, that's that's my guilty pleasure. I like to write fan fiction, especially about ponies. I know it's embarrassing, guys, but I know I hope like, this... who would do that. I know. I, I hope you guys don't think any less of me for it. When, I, yeah, we when when third roommate. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still waiting on that next chapter. <clears throat> we all are. And I'm assuming your answer to number seven is going to be this same uh favorite princess from mlp no that's actually luna really good answer yes uh luna's always been my favorite princess how come um i have a lot in common with her i was always a very big loner um i actually it's believe it or not part of my post-traumatic stress disorder was I was severely bullied, especially in middle school, to the point where I actually got PTSD from it. Diagnosed PTSD from severe bullying. Um, so my my big thing, and my my friends in the chat will will agree with this, is I get really nervous if i don't talk to them for a while i automatically think that i've done something wrong and made them hate me it it doesn't matter if i have or not that's just my automatic go-to and i will apologize a billion times even if i haven't done anything because i'm so scared that they're not my real friends so yeah i i can relate to luna a lot especially with her being nervous, especially with the Tantibus mm. in particular. Maybe that way sometimes. Um, how about your favorite object ponies? So like soda pone, pizza pone, snack pone, thing pone, and so on. Object pony. Oh, do you um, know about this? A little bit. It's been a long time. I remember. I actually really like the uh, video game console ponies. Oh, those! I remember those. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen those in forever. Oh, it's been ages. Back when everyone everyone had a Tumblr blog. Yeah. Right, or uh, especially back during the console wars when those were still going on. Oh yeah, God, how the times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's between Steam and Epic. Ugh. <laughs> uh, won't go down that road. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number nine, since bats are the superior pony, how many Anons must we suck dry? I actually think that it's more like that the um, bat ponies are more likely fruit bats, I would Mangos. think. Mangoes. Mangoes. Yeah. And pineapple. 
Oh, yes, and pineapple. All the pineapple. I've never seen them really with real fangs. And even if they were, even if they were vampire bats, we know that vampire bats, they're actually really loving and caring. Um, and their bites don't even hurt that much. No, because no, they, they don't. They have a, um, it's not really a toxin, but they have a substance they put into your cuts that makes it clot and kills the pain. Yep. That's, that's so, so far. If I remember right, Pencil, didn't you have like a Batman Begins moment where you were surrounded by bats? I've 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 gone out of my way to be surrounded by bats. I've I've petted bats. I've had no, I've a, had bats like piss and shit on I've, me whether I liked it or not because there were so many bats. I remember <laughs> a story you told where you were a child and you went to a zoo or something and they were they got they I wasn't start... a child. I was a full fucking grown adult, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then oh, and then and then your dad rappelled down and got you and you were like, Why do we fall? Yes, yes, my my tiny father who may or may not be a spy. Sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, well, here's a this may or may not break our friendship. Why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him wrong? I agree. Do tell. Okay. Um, I have two opinions of Spike. One is that he's trying way too hard, but he's also surrounded by, you know, new people all the time. Yeah, I remember, basically, Spike would have been with Twilight from the time he was hatched until... Yeah. Mm. And uh, I've always thought of Twilight as basically having the social interactions of about a four-year-old. <laughs> She didn't have friends. She didn't want friends. She she never got to that let's play together that we all got in, in kindergarten. Her first slap in the face with friendship was Pinkie Pie gasping at her. So I, I think Spike wants to protect Twilight, but at the same time he wants to be who he wants to be, and those things get mixed together. I guess would be the best way to put it. But the Spike singing episodes. When he sang the Cloudsdale National Anthem, I wanted oh to just crawl into the ocean and start breathing water. There are some people that going. should not sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are definitely some people that should not sing, and Spike is one of them. I will fully agree with that. <laughs> what we got next, Rev? If you could start an interstellar war between any two factions from any universe or universes, who would they be and why? The sequel, Star Wars People versus the Original. <laughs> that is this such is an answer. So fucking mad. <laughs> That's fucking great. Holy shit! Oh, Olden Brony's here. Yeah, hi, Olden. Hi, Olden. I haven't seen you in a while, bud. He actually came to my house last year and hang out, hung out for two weeks. Olden's good people. Yes, he's awesome. All right, Rav. Go ahead and ask that question. Okay, it's time for that question. 
if dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flushed consolation prize is acceptable, too. I'll let you unpack think... that for a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot of process, I know. Well, I'm lactose intolerant, so, I mean, that's... <laughs> I kind of can't do that one. But, uh, I would say... You probably need at least two dicks worth and three women of vaginal <laughs> marinara. I love that you dicks answered like with, <laughs> with a real number value. Like, that's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, congratulations. You're ready for the Vylon questions if we have time for those. I don't think we're going to get to but... Vylon questions today, but you've got a couple of other ones. And <laughs> don't right. ask the next one. We've already discussed that. But the last one is awful. Good job. <laughs> You're trapped in a room with 10,000 dicks. How many of you are choking on? Oh, well, I mean, I only have one mouth, but... I guess it would have to be three, one for each hole, right? Yeah, you could. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just. How you, okay. How do you choke <laughs> from the other end? <laughs> it goes all the way through. But as I, I, I switched over to behind the counter, as you said, well, I only have one mouth and I switch over and I see the gif of the bat trying to eat the banana. And now I can't deal with this. Like how many dicks oh, are you choking on? I just see that image. Oh. righty. Is it milk time? It is milk time. So I just wanted to say I was on mute brushing my teeth and I nearly choked on the fucking toothpaste hearing this exchange. So thank you. Milk, I know yeah. that milk, we're we've got <laughs> Milk, you've got to do it. Milk, you have so few. Just, just rapid fire them real quick. Milk, you can do it. I believe in you. Milk, milk, no, milk. You j at least, at least ask the first three. Well, you're no fun. I swear. Okay, ask the first three questions at least. Okay. Okay. Fools, do you like waffles or pancakes? Pancakes, especially with fried eggs between the two. Mmm. Acceptable. Pepsi or Coke? Coke if it's called Pepsi either way. Coke is banned. Uh, ooh or Owo? Neither. They're both horrible. Neither. Ooh. Thank you. Uh, okay, and least favorite MLP character and why? Like I've said, Starlight Glimmer absolutely hate her after her villain arc. I actually... Stopped watching, and I still need to continue watching. But once, once she was good, I I stopped watching. It was a very silly transition. It frustrated me. It was awful. Yes, it was. It was awful. Uh, next question. You now have a million dollars. What's the first thing you go out and buy? Books. That's just a great answer. Books, just you don't know books. how many books I have. Do you go for a million dollar book or a million one dollar books? How about five hundred thousand ten dollar books? Okay, that's an acceptable answer. Uh, last question. Yes. 
Yes. Good. Yay! And you did all the questions, not just the first three, Milk. Good job. Made sure to do them all so I could make you, you proud. You did them all. You give me very proud. I'm very proud. That, that's kind of gay. It's super gay because we're we're both. You realize we are we are both of the of the queer persuasion, Milk. We, you and we I. We are we are letter people. We are letter people. Alphabet mafia. <laughs> oh, is that the first time you've heard that, honey? I'm sorry. I've heard it before, but like just the exchange we're going through, and we're just giving different names for it, and then ending on letter mafia. I am in. I am indeed also part of the ATF. Show me your dog. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to move on. We're running a low on time. We have two more people to get to. So I'm going to go on to questions from Lily Kuzland, who says, Hey, uh, do you listen to music when creating? And if so, what kind? I do. I listen. I have a music list that I listen to. Um, and it's got all different kinds of music. I mean, I've got 80s, 90s, 2000s. I have... My Little Pony music, I have music from anime. I will just turn that on and start writing. Uh, yeah. If you could sit down to dinner with any character, who would you choose? I know that's a hard one. Mm, any character. I think it would probably be Twilight and there would be many books involved. I've often been called by my friends, Twilight. I, I I often whenever I whenever I get a book in the mail from Amazon, I always do a little happy book dance, and I go book. Would you pet a clockwork pony? Yes, they'd be adorable. That sounds nice. If you were dropped, this is a fun one. If you were dropped into Equestria, would you rather change to fit in? Or would you rather remain as you are? I'm not good at fitting in. <laughs> I've always, I've always just been me. So, I'd be me. And that's, that, that, that is the way to be. And I'm sure knowing the ponies, they would accept you as you are too. If you could introduce one tech thing and make it widely adopted into the pony world, what would it be? Be it cars, airships, cybernetics, etc. Computers. Just in general, computers. Uh, I'm a huge. Well, I, like I said, I met my 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 husband. Not my fiance, my husband, online. I, I met him on fanfiction.net and. I've met all my greatest friends online, and I fully believe, unlike other people, they're all like, oh, you can't make real friendships on the computer. I fully believe that they are my friends, my best friends, and I love I, them. I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. The, the people in this cast are literally my best friends. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Except so, yeah, computers with the internet, because I think that... It's the best way to make friends. Enigma, were you going to ask if you're my best friend, too? I mean, I wish I had best friends. Enigma, you are you are one of my best friends. Deal with it. When did that happen? <laughs> Around the time I was inappropriate and asked if you were an anchor baby and you made me cry. <laughs> you forgot about that, didn't you? No, I remembered. I still... I never... Oh, I felt so bad, dude. Um... <laughs> For you, oh. it was depression, but for me, it was a Tuesday. 
Are changelings lured in by bug zappers? I don't think they'd be lured in by bug zappers, but definitely large lights. Yeah, Thorax was attracted to that fire, and I was afraid he was going to set himself on fire. As one does. I I could definitely see several changelings just bumping their heads into a lighthouse. Over and over again, and they're like... The fact that he was attracted to the light makes me think that they're bio. They're like they they attract each other like fireflies. You've missed the obvious. Oh, he wouldn't be attracted to a lighthouse, but the the holiday romance cruise just traveling offshore. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. That would be nice. It would be adorable, but also creepy. Yes. And Lily also wants to say, have a nice day. And we've Thank made it. You. We've made it to the last person on the thread. Empty plot filler. We've gotten to your questions. I see you in chat. Empty plot filler wants to know, oh, well, we kind of already discussed this. Is Spike a bad character or a poorly written one? I'd say poorly written, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is that they're trying to write the ponies as adults when it's obvious that they're closer to late teens i think and with that they're trying to write spike as also a teenager when he's at most i'd say 10 years old still a baby dragon and trying to write a character who's a child as an adult is never a good idea it can only cause damage i think that's very true uh, which character of the show gets hated on the most that you think doesn't deserve it? Sunset Shimmer. Sunset Shimmer, you think gets sh- gets shit on too much? Oh yeah, I've had several people say they can't stand Sunset Shimmer, and I'm just like, why? I don't understand it. She had an excellent arc it didn't go from her just being evil and then being accepted she had to go through all the steps to get there and that is so rare nowadays that i think she's really done things that you just don't see anymore and i've always loved that um who does if any I don't know what this means, so uh, who does, if any? (laughs) Um, Who does, if any? Who deserves it? Mm. Mm. Oh, who deserves the hate? Ah. Yeah, uh, I I go with Starlight Glimmer again. (laughs) Uh, Who on the panel is sus? So us, I guess who who on who of the barcasters is sus? The same milk since he's taught so very little. <laughs> milk, sus. <laughs> milk your hell is sus, bro. Do we all vote milk? I vote milk for sure, vote, for sure. I vote milk also. For real, for real. That's right. Really out, out, no out, out the airlock. Straight <laughs> into the volcano. Bet. All right, we need to stop this, otherwise it'll just be forever. Um, and in an alternate Equestria, the Equestrians 
lust madly for humans. Lyra style, I guess. As the creator of this Equestria, why did you make it so that they do? Hmm. I would actually go, I think, with survival of the species. With there being so few stallions that we ever see, stallions are dying out and they desperately need more uh, genetics so that ponies don't die out. Well, we've gotten through all of the questions and just in time. You did great. Thanks. I actually enjoyed this quite a bit. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm really, really glad. Uh, if anyone, two other questions that are really quick. Do you have anything yeah. in the pipeline people should get excited about? Anything in the pipeline that people can get excited about? Uh, I am actually getting really close to starting work on her fight song, which is the continuation of Dear Princess Celestia. Where Twilight will be going through counseling and dealing with the problems that she and I both share. I get to, I get to put my counselor into the story as a pony. And where will people be able to find that? Uh, do you have, is it just going to be on film fiction? Do you have any it other- It is going to be on film fiction and I will obviously write a blog when it's ready to go up. Um, and it'll be all obviously a tag, Dear Princess Celestia. Mm -hmm. And yeah, hopefully and in the next couple of weeks, if anyone first chapter will be up. If anyone has any other questions for you, where can they find you? I am, well, on Fin Fiction. You can always contact me there. I am also on uh, Discord. If you search uh, Leah Lena uh, Foles, you'll, you'll find me. I, I'm the one that has the shark cat in the box that says that she's not a shark. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Thank you very much for coming on. I really appreciate that. I'm sure everyone else did too. And you had fun? Yeah, I did. Thank you for having me. I really appreciated it. And it was a lot of fun. Of course. And a quick thank you to Empty Plot Filler and Nani for being our top two bit donators today. That was really awesome, you guys, with your helping out horses. Um, everyone who wants to follow us, you can do so um, at the links that Alex will post. Milk, how, what do we have in the pipeline for next week? I believe we have something very special. Um, it's it's a thing. We're doing a thing that's going to be group oriented, and there's going to be people. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, that that's a thing. An orgy? Sort of, actually. Um, I'll put it this way: this will only happen if we get two more followers for the group. We're about to hit one thousand. When we do, we'll do something real special, and you'll see an announcement about that next week. So, if you haven't followed us yet on Fim Fiction, please do. It's definitely going to be a thing. But that's enough for today, so thank you for tuning in and asking your questions. Your bartenders for this evening have been Enigmatico Talk. Mars needs moms. Milk. I'm going to blow a hole into the surface of Mars. Rav. This ASMR is for you, you Nani. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we had <laughs> Flam here who went on a big date. Everybody say good luck to Flam on his date. Good uh, Chi Chi, yes, I'm a
I've been Anon Pencil, and our lovely guest has been Fool's Errand. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great weekend, everyone. Don't get too drunk. Remember to clean out your asshole before anal sex. Good. <laughs>